Hey guys, it is almost the end of 2019 and I wanted to hop on really quick today and talk about as we look back on our years, as often we do at the end of a year, how do we really reflect on our year with intention, not just focusing on the highs and lows and all the things that didn't happen, but how do we plan how we're going to look back on our year and really utilize the information from the year that we just were in to make goals and plans and just intentions for the next year. So that is what we are going to dive into today. This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. So we're here at the end of 2019, or maybe it's the beginning of 2020, or maybe it's way in the future when you listen to this. But wherever you are listening to this, whenever, there is in your own life a past that has existed. There is something that has happened before where you are now. I know. That was super deep because you've never thought of that. But we can use as creatives and artists and humans that are wanting to make money doing what we love, we can use the past to really inform our future. But I think that we do it oftentimes in a way that is unhelpful. We don't plan looking forward into the next year about what we're going to notice throughout the year. And so we get to the end of the year and we're like, uh, what happened? And wow, I'm looking at my numbers and like, I didn't make as much as I wanted to, or I really struggled at different parts. I really didn't feel this year like I wanted to. And we can feel confused and overwhelmed and it's easy to just go, okay, well, I'm going to do great next year. I'm going to like push all of these feelings under the rug and I'm not going to really look at them. And so today I want to give you a really practical way to look back on your year and notice the impact of the choices that you make each day on the numbers that you have right now and how to really easily track this going forward in a really fun and creative way that really aligns with so many of you that listen here who really value being creative in your daily lives. So it would be a mistake if I didn't start this episode really was just talking about my own reflection from the past year. Looking back, I I am seeing so many moments of my own learning, learning to be more intentional with how I spend my time, being more aware of my fears and how that can easily cause me money and time because I try to do way too many things. 
because I'm scared, not because they align with my mission and vision. And really reflecting on how when I don't prioritize taking care of myself, it not only impacts my own physical life and my family, but it really impacts the numbers in my business and how I tell myself sometimes, even though I tell you all not to tell myself, I just need to push harder, work harder. And what I realize as I look back at the end of this year is that the seasons where I just was really intentional, I made more money. And the seasons where I was really honest with y'all, I made more money. And the goal isn't necessarily to be a bazillionaire. That's not my goal. My mission is to come alongside creatives and artists and let them know that it's possible not to live as a starving artist and not to feel the constant need to hustle, but to know that they can, with intention, work hard each and every day and get paid to do what they love. So what are my top three lessons that I have learned this past year? So lesson number one is really looking at my numbers, I realized that when I owned my truth, so that was moving from being this really kind of global generalist in my coaching and strategizing, when I'm able to own my truth, even when I was scared, it significantly changed the way that I showed up in business, my energy level, and the resulting income. That lesson was also really driven by lesson number two, where I have learned that if I had going back, listened to my instincts and not cared as much what the experts said in terms of what I should do or how I should show up or all the different ways, right? Like, should I be on YouTube or should I be have a podcast or should I create a bunch of content or should I have 10,000 followers on Instagram or should I blah, right? All of you feel that way when you hear that list of shoulds, um, whatever the shoulds are for your industry, we all have them. So when I stopped listening to that and I was just like, Hmm, I have run for a while, a six figure business. I know how to do that. Why, when I moved into doing coaching and strategizing, why did all of a sudden I stop listening to the instincts that resulted in my other business making six figures? And what I recognized was all those other doing, 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 and changing my brand and moving my colors around and making a website that I absolutely did not need. What all of that did is it created noise in my life that allowed me to not have to face the discomfort of doing something new that took me being brave. I was able to make myself busy so I didn't have to be brave. And that's something I think a lot of us fall into. And I just wanted to be very vulnerable that, yeah, I had that journey this last couple of years and I 
found myself being really busy and it wasn't until I was brave and did that with intention and on purpose that I really started to see the movement in the income that I had been longing for for quite some time. And then the third lesson that I really took away looking at my own reflections this year with intention was that simplicity is how I make money. It's how I interact with people. It's the truth that I speak to so many of each of you, whether it's through this podcast or through the On Purpose Creatives group or within my one-on-one coaching and strategy work, that simplicity for me aligns. And when I can strategically be simple and intentional, that is the awesomeness that I bring to the world. And that is one of the key parts of my mission. Now, because I'm a creative like y'all, being simple verges on this like idea of like what if being simple means that I am boring or uninteresting or having to do the same repetitive motion each and every day and the lesson that I have learned this last year is that simplicity and I hope you kind of just lean into this idea a little bit simplicity simplifies so that you can shimmer and shine and be the person you want to be. Simplicity isn't boring, but it's the base to the shimmer and shine. It's the the base layer. And as we as creatives and artists look and push into simplicity, then and so much happiness and joy comes in, then we can start being creatives that make money doing what we love. We overcomplicate things. We overcomplicate all the different places we want to be on social media. And should we be on Pinterest and should we do all of the things? So simplicity is a lesson that I've been learning. It's a lesson that I love teaching and it's a it actually is my word um, that I'm going to be focusing on and my intention for 2020 because I know myself and I know that I get excited and I get interested in all the new things and that even though I've started to learn the beauty and the joy of simplicity I know that if I keep taking my eyes off of that intention I will get lost in the muddle again, in the muck. And because that muck doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel good in my body. It doesn't feel good in my relationship. And it definitely does not feel authentic. And I've committed to be authentic with y'all. That's why for 2020, my intention is to focus each and every month on simplicity and how all of us can start growing our creative lives and businesses if we can just get simple, like if we can get simple in our pricing process and our customer journey and our mindset and just 
to push in, not overcomplicate things, but really get simple so we can have simple and thriving success. So I would love for you to just start to look at your own last year. What are some of the takeaways? Sit with your, if you have already launched a business, whether it's kind of a side gig or your full-time thing, what do your numbers teach you? Not how do they make you feel or what shame comes out of them because maybe you didn't reach your goals or maybe they're overwhelming because you exceeded your goals and you're not sure what to do with that. But what did they teach you? What do they teach you about your work-life balance? What do your numbers teach you about your relationship with money. I literally just got back from a coffee with um, one of my creative clients. And it's funny, we were talking about this conflict that arises in so many of us because we want to be the sort of person that doesn't have to care about money. We don't care about money, but we do want to be able to impact the world. And just how do we like simply get comfortable charging money that allows us to show up and be free with our money with intention with other people. And so I want you to just sit with your your numbers and your goals and look at that. And then, and this is super exciting, I got this great idea from my hairdresser who has run an amazingly successful really niche salon for a while. And it's, I mean, I need to have her on the podcast at some point, but she just thinks so intentionally about her customer experience. And she is so clear on her pricing and how her being a hairstylist, she is doing this creatively and how that impacts the world and so many amazing things. But I was in with her a couple months ago and we were talking about numbers and how she evaluates them and she gave me this idea and so I told her that could I use it for the podcast she's like yeah I love it what she does is she has at the beginning of the year she just gets a blank journal making sure that there's enough space that she can write in it every single day and what she does is she at the end of every single day that she works, she answers two or three questions. Basically, what went well in the business today? What didn't go well? What frustration happened? And what am I thinking about myself today, believing today? And she puts those three. And then at the end of every month, what she does is she actually jots down in that journal her core numbers. So what was her revenue? What were her expenses? And I think um, because she sells products as well as services, she, I believe, puts down there like what was the ratio of products to services sold and how many new clients did she have. So she does that. And then at the end of the year, she really, she commits to sitting down and she looks at how her mood and how she was thinking about how things were going, how that impacts her numbers. And so then each year she's able to not only improve how she's showing up 
in her business, but she's able to look at how that is reflected in the numbers so that she knows the work she gets to do and how that not by having a new strategy or being like ever present on Instagram or whatever will help her, but she's able to really strategically utilize this intentional practice to evaluate her year in a really concrete way. So as we head towards the end of the year, I want you one to commit to looking back at the last year and really looking at what did you learn? But then too, and this is the exciting part, I want you to get a blank journal and I want you to write out those questions and I want you to commit to the end of each day, reflecting on that and then utilizing this to be part of your financial systems. So what can we look forward to in the coming year? I know each of us have different things that we can look forward to. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what I'm looking forward to. I right now am so looking forward to having two weeks off. I didn't fully do this last year because we were traveling and different things and I was not batched out as a head as I wanted to be last year. But this year I am very intentionally taking two weeks off both of my businesses. Now, that does not mean I'm not going to let myself be creative during that time if I get inspired and I want to do some creativity based work and visioning. I 100% am going to let myself, but I am not scheduling any client sessions. I am not responding to any client work. I am not going into my office. I am not recording any podcast episodes because I know that if I don't give myself really clear boundaries in this time, I will fill up the space and I will not be restored. So I'm really excited to that. That's going to be an amazing place to jump off the year from. I'm really excited for, drum roll please, I'm really excited that starting in the first episode in January, so the next live episode that it goes live right after this one, we are actually changing the name of the podcast. Now, we're not going to be changing into the content. We're still going to be talking about being a really growth-oriented, creative, and artist that is making money doing what we love, because that's what we're here about. But what we recognize is that I named the podcast not so many months ago, but enough months ago that I was not being my true authentic self. And it was really nice name, the everyday mind, great name, but it really doesn't allow other creatives just like you and I to find the podcast and come join us as we take this journey together. So after much thought and discussion with some of y'all, we have decided that the new name of the podcast is the thriving creative. And the reason for that is that we really believe as I'm sure so many of you do that thriving is so much what we are aiming for. We are aiming to be 
thriving in so many of our core areas, in our finances, in our bodies, in our minds, in our spirits, and in our relationships. And so when I kind of thought, and I'm a prayer, prayed through kind of what went next, what we really decided, me and the team, is that we feel like the word thrive really encompasses our goals, our desires, our mission in this world. And so we want to invite you to celebrate um, the new name. We're going to have some fun things going on in the month of January where we celebrate just that we're doing a little bit of a name change. Like I said, our content is going to remain the same, but we are just going to push in and get more people knowing that there's a community of creatives and artists out in the world that they can join as we thrive and grow together. So that's something I'm really excited for. I'm also really excited for my goals. I hope that as you kind of wrap up your year, or maybe as you kind of start your year, I often don't make goals until January, but this year I have committed to wanting to work with 50 different creatives and artists in some way or other this year. Now, I interact with a lot of y'all in different ways, but I want to one-on-one or in a group setting work strategically and specifically to help 50 of you thrive and grow the life and business that you've always wanted, but feel like is just out of reach. So that is my goal. So go forward as we wrap up this year. I want you to be thinking about what is your, what is your last year intentionally told you how can you harness that and how can you grow i would also love to hear what all y'all's goals are for this coming year so go on the instagram and tag me in a story and just say like this is my intention this is my word for this year my instagram handle is at naftali v roberts and tag us I'd love to share about you and your creative business and your goals for this coming year. So go share and I can't wait to jump in to 2020 with you. Let's go. Let's rest so we can thrive together. Talk to you in 2020. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving The Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build the life and business they always wanted. If you really love me, Please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.